Hi, it's Darren from Coaching Young Athletes. During this episode of the Coaching Young Athletes podcast, I'm going to talk about three key considerations to help you plan a warm-up for young athletes. The choice of possible warm-up activities that can be used when working with kids is huge. In fact, it can sometimes be overwhelming. So how do you know what to choose? Fortunately, there is an acronym that will help guide your decision. The acronym outlines three key variables that need to be taken into consideration when planning a warm-up for young athletes. And that acronym is ACE, A-C-E. A stands for audience, C stands for context, and E stands for environment. Let's talk a little bit about the A, the audience. Now, some specific considerations of your audience when it comes to delivering a warm-up for kids includes their age. Now, what works as a warm-up for five-year-olds will most likely differ for 13-year-olds. The younger the kids, the more simple, playful and entertaining the warm-up needs to be. The older the kids, the more complexity can be introduced. You need to make sure that your warm-up is age appropriate and is set at the right level of challenge. Also under audience comes group size. Now some activities are better suited to small groups and some require bigger numbers to really click. Smaller groups are easier to supervise and to provide equipment for. Bigger groups provide more options for tag and team games. Also under audience comes temperament. Now regardless of their age, the ability of the kids to concentrate, to listen, to follow instructions and to cooperate will dictate what you can successfully deliver. An excited, rowdy group will require simple, vigorous activities while a more settled and focused group may be able to cope with some more complicated challenges. Also under audience comes a group's experience. A group's experience within a particular learning environment will affect what you can ask them to do. For example, is it the first session or early in the season? Or have they settled in over several weeks and become familiar with routines and expectations? What knowledge are they bringing into the session? This will in some way dictate your content. So when we go back to the acronym ACE under A or audience, some considerations include the age, the group size, the temperament, and the experience of the group. All of those things you'll need to consider. Now, the second letter in the acronym of ACE, A-C-E, is context. Now, some specific considerations related to the context of the warm-up include the occasion. Now, a pre-game or a pre-event warm-up will most likely differ from a warm-up that precedes a practice session. Pre-game warm-ups tend to be a bit more specific and focused on the upcoming performance, while pre-practice warm-ups tend to be based on the development of the young athlete's capabilities. Also under context will be the time available for your warm-up. The time available for the warm-up within a session will narrow down the activities that are suitable to conduct. The time available will often depend on the overall length of the session. Now, for example, a 30-minute session 
leaves a lot less time to allocate to the warm-up than a 60-minute session does. Also under context is the session content. So what is contained within the rest of the session following the warm-up may dictate what starts the session. Ideally, your warm-up should be paired neatly with the content in the main part of the session, whether it be by theme or skills or some other link. I'd also like to include the outcome here. Now, what you hope to achieve from the warm-up will help you determine what is appropriate to deliver. So do you hope to energize the group or improve physical or technical competence, or teach routines or connect the group or a combination of all of these? So under C, context, the things that we can include here are the occasion, the time available, the session content and the outcome of the warm-up. Now going back to that acronym again, ACE, the final letter E stands for environment. So some specific environmental considerations for a warm-up will include, number one, the facilities and equipment. Now you can only work with what you have. The absence of certain items will immediately discount a number of activities from the potential repertoire, whereas the presence of other items will steer you in the direction of activities to utilise these items. Under environment also comes the surface on which the warm-up will take place. The surface on which the warm-up is occurring will dictate whether the athletes can do activities that include sitting, kneeling, lying, sliding, etc. On a hard or rough surface, you may need to choose to avoid some activities in which participants could fall. Under environment is, is the location. Now being indoors may present constraints with space and obstacles, while being outdoors may see the surface and environmental conditions playing a bigger role in determining your content. Of course, also under environment comes the weather. A wet surface, wind or high heat will affect what you can deliver as a warm-up. A wet ground immediately prevents sitting or lying or rolling activities and some activities which may put the kids in danger of slipping. High winds can blow some equipment over or away, so avoid the use of such equipment in windy conditions. Wind can also really unsettle a group of youngsters, so be ready with short, sharp, engaging activities on a windy day. Heat can see the kids tire really quickly, so a warm-up of lower intensity may be advised in these circumstances. And finally, under environment, I'd like to talk about the space. The space that you have to work with will very much help or hinder the repertoire available to you. A large space presents few constraints, whereas a smaller space constricts the range of activities that can be successfully conducted. Now, working with this ACE, this ACE acronym will help you discover the activity options that you can draw upon and the makeup of the warm-up will begin to emerge. It will provide you with vital information to aid in the planning process. Now the key to success is knowing what activities are both suitable and unsuitable. Ignoring or being oblivious of these considerations will make it less likely that you will deliver an effective warm-up. Now consider being asked to plan and deliver a warm-up for some kids and that's, and that's all you're told. 
with no added information versus being asked to do the same but knowing that the warm-up was to lead into a one-hour fundamental skill session for a group of 28-year-old children. It is the first session of the season during which the aim is for the kids to have fun and connect. The session will be held outside on a spacious grass area in fine warm weather. You have a set of 30 ground markers and a bag of pool noodles to use. Now I think you probably get the point. The more information you have, the better it'll be and easier it'll be to select activities and construct a warm up. Now a word about safety here. What about safety? Well, this is a major consideration that I wasn't able to neatly fit into the acronym that I composed for this podcast. And it is safety. The kids safety needs to be a key consideration that guides what you choose to include in a warm up. If you ever have a question over whether a proposed warm up activity poses a safety risk, change or modify the activity. If you are conducting an activity that produces an unforeseen or unexpected safety risk, stop it or modify it. So in summary, the more that you know about the audience, the context and the environment, the easier it is to narrow down what warm-up activities are ultimately available to you. Now, as a little bonus tip, just know this, the most useful warm-up activities are the ones that can be adapted to a variety of audiences, contexts and environments. Build up a few of these as part of your core coaching repertoire and you will always have something to draw upon regardless of the task that you are faced with or the challenge that you are given. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Coaching Young Athletes podcast. If you did, why not think about subscribing and then you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like more information, go to coachingyoungathletes.com. Thanks for listening and I look forward to speaking with you next time.